Hello, loves, and welcome to the Iron Wifey podcast, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you for joining me for another Sunday, another day, another week, and another opportunity to walk in the Lord's will for our lives. Now, you guys, I'm so excited because this is the last episode of season three of the podcast. I know. Why am I excited when I'm telling you that this season is coming to an end? Because that means that a new season is going to be coming up very soon. But yes, this is the last episode of season three of the podcast. I am truly excited because I'm bringing you a very special guest. But over this season, you guys have learned so much about my personal story, um, how I learned that the Lord was going to help me, what it means to get back to love. You've met some amazing guests from my husband to Jatia to Anita. And today you are going to meet Evelyn Lavas. Like, I am super excited because of all the things that we have covered, we haven't touched on health. We haven't touched on our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health. And Evelyn is literally redefining health and how we look at fitness because she truly believes that health is happiness. Now, Evelyn is a certified nutritionist. She is a personal trainer. She is a, a health coach, and she is here to help us really get healthy on our lives and build that solid foundation when it comes to how we approach fitness in every aspect of our lives, not just in the gym, but in every aspect of our lives and what it means to truly be holistically healthy. So without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Evelyn Lavasser. Welcome to the Iron Wifey podcast, Evelyn. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I am really excited to dive into this conversation. Um, but first off, we start our conversations off same question every single time. Now, Iron Wifey, we believe in sharpening and encouraging each other in Christ while carrying out the Father's business in our lives. So, Evelyn, what does it mean to you to be about your Father's business? to be the very best human being that I could be at every opportunity to continue to just move forward every single day with no judgment of others or judgment of myself um, and just be able to release trust and, and push forward in faith above everything else. Ooh, I love it. I love it. From trust to release to pushing forward. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. Now, Evelyn, how are you carrying out the father's business in your life? What are you doing to make sure that you are pushing forward, that you are trusting and that you are believing? Ooh, let me tell you, I had a whole process of learning that trust, trust in him, trust in his plan also had to have a huge component of trust in myself. And Ooh. I lacked that for a little while. Like Ooh. for a little while, I was mm -hmm. kind of looking for all the things, help me with this, help me with this, you know, give me a plan, give me a guide. But, but everything that I needed, I already had. I just Oof. didn't believe in it. So now, mm -hmm. so now that I have gone through, I feel like this last year was a year of intense physical and emotional healing, okay. um, and teaching me to let go, teaching me to be still, teaching me to release expectations 
and really truly be present to be in the moment. And when I was able to silence all the stuff around me and really dig into who I already am, then I was able to flourish more as a wife, as a mother, as a business owner, as a coach, like the healing in me sparked improvement everywhere. Ooh. Ooh. So you're a new woman. I do feel renewed. I do yes. feel renewed. Yes. Yes. I, I had, that. um, sorry, I had, um, surgery in October mm-hmm. and the recovery was very difficult. And I'll say this before I never really cried. Like okay. I kind of grew up in that my family was very loving, mm-hmm. but emotions were for being in private. And there was none of that. Like if you're crying, go to your room type of thing. Um, so I learned to suppress. I learned to not feel so much that when I saw other people expressing their emotion outwardly, I got a little annoyed. Oh, Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I never, like when people said to me, it feels so good to have a good cry. I was like, "Eh, what? Like, what is that? I could not connect. So having surgery and it being extremely painful to recover, I found myself completely dependent on my husband. I mean, to feed me, dress me, bathe me, all the things, dependent on my daughters to like do my hair, help me brush my teeth, all the things. And then to forced, I was forced to be completely still, right? And Mm-hmm. the pain, there were times where I would just be sitting on the couch and like tears are pouring out of my eyes. And I didn't even realize at first, one day I actually had a wet part of my shirt and I'm like, what is going on? And it was tears. Um, and I say that to say that I feel like that was a lesson in release, like a yeah. lesson in letting go of all that emotion. I wouldn't have let myself feel before. And all of that, like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I felt lighter, yeah. like weeks of this. I felt lighter because I was finally able to let go and just be. And, and that was, <laughs> that was healing in and of itself. Amen. How you feeling now? We good? We all right? We good. We good. We good. <laughs> good. I do feel like, like a new version of me is being bored with each level and each layer of growth or healing that I go through. I feel like I get to accept and love a whole new Evelyn every time. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Now I have to commend you because I saw that you had your surgery via social Mm -hmm. media. Mm -hmm. And even through that surgery, you were still up on this squash challenge. And I'm sitting here like she got a whole arm in a sling doing squats every day. And I can't even get up and go to the gym. So clearly Mm. Evelyn's doing something right. So I need to make sure that I reanalyze my life. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love to just, I think it was about more just knowing that I, I never want to sit down and feel victimized. I Mm. always know that I have choice. And if that was the minimum that I could do, and let me tell you, there wasn't much more that was happening squats even you know walk for a little while but if I could do that for a little bit and keep my body moving and keep my mind clear then then I'm doing okay I love it 
Now, Evelyn, you have an amazing business that you're actually in the process of rebranding, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Evelyn Fit, and you focus on coaching and training moms to live their best lives, but without dieting or deprivation. Can you mm-hmm. give me more information about Evelyn Fit and how you come to build this business around fitness? Mm. Well, okay. So yeah, the business completely is about helping moms get off the dieting cycles, find their real health and just feel comfortable in their bodies. Cause I know that when I talk about women feeling uncomfortable, I only understand it because that was me for so long. Like when I think about how much of my life, almost 19 years, I spent dieting on and off, how much of my life I missed out on how many parties I skipped dinners. I skipped moments because of self-consciousness, because of, you know, fearing judgment because of the discomfort I felt in my own body. The thought of knowing that becoming a mother was a very difficult road for me. Um, And knowing that I had this life that I prayed for, right? I prayed for healthy children. I prayed for a strong relationship. I prayed for a home that I love to be in. I had the life that I've spent my life praying for. And yet I still wasn't grateful for me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see that I deserved the same love and grace and compassion that I give to other people. I couldn't mm-hmm. see that because I really felt defined by what I looked like. And I felt like I will feel better when I will be happy when, but really learning learning to let go of those expectations, those judgments, those, those unrealistic goals and learning to live in gratitude taught me that I don't have to be happy when I can choose to be happy now. And I can wake up every day with a heart full of knowing that this life that I wanted, this life that other people can't have, other people don't have some of the blessings that I have is mine. And I am, I'm not embracing it the way that I should be. So that was my lesson. The catalyst for helping other women is knowing that there is pain in not loving who you are. There is pain in not accepting who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you show up different. You, You don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel questioning your appearance makes you question everything else about you, your value, your worth your intuition, your gut instinct, you know, your impact on other people. If you can't feel the power, your God-given power, the power that you have when you start to accept yourself, you can't be who you're supposed to be in any, any other area. You just can't show up as yourself because you're always behind a cloud. Um, So I think that the single biggest thing is helping women find freedom within themselves and also be able to take that healing, take that learning and raise children who grow with confidence in their authenticity because they don't have to live with other people's expectations now. They know that we love them for who they are and that what they look like will never take precedence to that. Amen. I love that so much. And it's so funny that you say that because I am on this journey 
this personal fitness journey where I am preparing just to be the best and healthiest version of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my husband and I talked about having kids, uh, like we talked about it last year and we're praying that this is the year where we start our family. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I wasn't okay with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I appear to be in shape. It mm-hmm. just happens to be the mama jeans. Thank you, mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, you know, walk upstairs and I would be exhausted. You know, I would run to my car or I'm running late for something, running to a meeting and I'm completely out of breath. And I was like, Mm -hmm. how am I supposed to carry a child? Like, how am I supposed to be healthy enough to carry a child if I'm not even healthy enough myself? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like, I loved watching you and your journey and, you know, your coaching program, everything you do about your business, you don't sit there and you're like, you know, you're not like, you need to eat this, this, and this, Mm -mm. and you need to go on this diet and you need to have this workout plan. You're like, no, you need to exercise every day. You need to focus on what makes you happy. You need to spend time with the people you love and you need to cherish you for you. You need Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're feeding your body, whatever it needs. And so like just watching you, I'm so encouraged because it's like, okay, I don't have to be, you know, the most fit person in the world in order to carry children or in order to be a mom or just to be myself. I can just be the best version of me. And so in December, I hired a trainer and I have just been working on getting healthy. I love that. Just being healthy. And so like, yes, like you're a certified nutritionist. You're Mm -hmm. an actual personal trainer and a coach. Mm -hmm. Like What advice do you have for someone when it comes to just being the best version of themselves, fitness and mental? I would say that the the single most important thing that you can do is to let go of comparing your body to anyone else's because, okay, my, my belief is that we have these ideas in our mind of what health looks like, Mm -hmm. about what health feels like. Like we really believe that once we reach a goal, that our problems will be solved. As in, when I reach my weight loss goal, I'm gonna be happy, I'm gonna be confident, I'm gonna be comfortable. All the things that I want are gonna fall into place. But the truth is you can have all those goals set, you can reach your weight loss goal, and you're still not gonna be happy and confident and comfortable because those things are inside work. Mm. Your body doesn't change how you feel. You will be Mm -hmm. a smaller version of your unhappy self. Like, so comparison is, comparison is a trap. Comparison doesn't help you get anywhere. And also health looks different for every single person. We've kind of been fed images since we were little girls about Mm -hmm. smaller is better. You Mm -hmm. know, don't, you know, you, you should fit a certain mold physically. Don't be too loud. Don't be too boisterous. Mm. Don't be too straightforward in the things that you want. Mm. You know, we think about like women, we tell our daughters, they can be anything that they want to be. Right. But then also we tell them, you just have to look like this and you just yes. have to make sure you behave like this. And yes. when you're in a room with men, you have to be a little bit more quieter and you can't be as boisterous as you expect mm-hmm. to be. And you need to be a mother because all women have to be mothers. All of the yes. expectations. Yes. So talk about the mixed messaging, right? Like you tell mm-hmm. them they can be anything they want, 
but if they fit in this box yeah where i think that all comes from ideas that are not even truly ours mm-hmm. we weren't born thinking i need to look a certain way we weren't born thinking i need to have a smaller waist we weren't mm-hmm. born thinking like i can't wait to go to school and for people to judge how i look like mm-hmm. i we we didn't think like that if you think about kids naturally right yeah my daughter would come out of her bedroom in like swim shorts, a hoodie and some rain boots talking about let's go to Dunkin' Donuts. Like (laughs) they don't care about what people think It's us that put stuff in their heads. So Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that first being able to say to yourself, like those thoughts are not even my thoughts. I don't want to, I don't want to be judged by my outfit or my hair or my makeup or my size or my, Mm -hmm. or or I don't want to be judged on my physicality. I want people to know who I am and how I show up. And I certainly don't want to pass that on to my kids. So I think when you're thinking about health and fitness overall, you need to consider all the things that make you fit mentally, emotionally, physically, in your relationships, in your work. Like fitness is not just about your body. Fitness is about how you feel. Fitness is about how you interact with other people. Fitness is about how you make other people feel when you leave the room. Yes. Fitness is Ooh. about when yes. things, yes, you know, when, when, when life gets really difficult, fitness is also about how you handle it. Fitness mm. is about how you take stress and we're not going to avoid stress, but how you take stress and can take a next step without falling apart. Fitness yeah. is all of those things. So whether you have rock hard abs or not mm-hmm. is irrelevant. Yes. It's all irrelevant. So it's, I think the very first step for any one who is trying to get on this journey to being more fit all around is to silence the noise and start getting back to that instinct that you were given that knows exactly what you want and need. Amen. I love it. I love it. I'm going to get back to that because I miss it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, now, Evelyn, you came up with a concept called the five pillars of health. So mm-hmm. in your fitness, uh, I guess, training, mm-hmm. you focus on mindset, intuition, and mm-hmm. the five pillars of health. Yeah. What are these five pillars and how can we apply them to our everyday lives? Ooh, I love it. I love this stuff. So, okay. So uh, mindset, first and foremost, will always be number one. Okay. Intuition we're talking about the fact that we were born knowing what we want and need. It was adults, the outside world, television, Mm -hmm. programming, commercials, books, all the things Mm -hmm. that made us question our, our gut instincts. So we try to tap back into that. So when I work with a client, we don't talk about food and exercise for a very long time. We get Mm -hmm. through the mindset. We get through the reconnecting to your intuition. We get through a lot of tools to help you understand what it is that your body's saying to you, because for a long time, you've been ignoring it. Um, Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, then we get into those pillars or principles and really essentially for your body to be at its best healthy, um, healthy wise, all of these five things need to kind of be working together and they are sleep, stress, or how you handle the stress, mm-hmm. uh, your water intake, your nutrition in moderation and movement. So the thing is when one of those principles is off balance, 
it impacts the other ones. If I don't sleep well, guess what? My stress feels higher. Mm -hmm. My water intake decreases. Mm -hmm. My nutrition is off because I'm having funky cravings because my body wants energy. And then I am much less likely to exercise. So one bad night of sleep impacts all the other parts of you. So the goal really is to try to keep these things working for one another. Ooh, sleep, stress, stress. Mm-hmm. water intake, water intake, nutrition and moderation. Okay. Movement. movement. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. how do you apply these principles to your life? What does it look like for Evelyn to be the healthiest version of herself? So when I talk about like mindset and intuition and those things, I really implement the tools that I teach my clients every day in my life being present, um, questioning, checking in, asking myself literally, like, how do I feel? So check-ins also help me say, like, if I say to myself, oh, you know, how are you feeling right now? I might be hungry in about an hour or so. That hour gives me that buffer. Now I can make a decision about what's going to make me feel good as opposed to, oh my gosh, I worked straight through lunch. I'm starving now give me some Cheez-Its or some chips. Cause I got to get through the starvation. Right. And then I'm still hungry after anyway. <laughs> so I do a lot of questioning. I do a lot of checking in, but not, not in a way that feels like Evelyn told me I have to, so I have to do this. It's more like it's automated now. How am I feeling? What does my body want right now? Um, and then I make sure that I have a regular bedtime. I am a sleeper. Eight to Me 10 too. hours is, Me too. that's my jam. Even 12, I'll take yes, 12. Yes, I'll yep. take 12. I took 12 before the kids. They're not having it now, okay? The kids Fair are enough. Not it. Fair yes. enough. They are here <laughs> to interrupt my sleep. That's their job. Um, <laughs> I, pr- I prioritize sleep. I do not do well on very little sleep. Um, as far as my stress, I know that stress is inevitable. It is going to hit us physically, mentally, emotionally, but I journal, mm-hmm. I pray. I meditate, Mm -hmm. I walk, I call friends, I take time alone intentionally every day of my life. I take time alone. I don't care if it's 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. I deserve that wind down. I don't care how I get it. I deserve that. And I will have it every day of my life. Um, I know, I know there's no way to avoid stress, but my job is to alleviate in any way possible and to always still feel centered at the end of it. So I like that. Mm-hmm. the reading, the journaling, even listening to podcasts, like those, all those things keep me feeling centered and clear. Um, my nutrition and moderation, I don't leave anything out. I eat anything that I want at any time that I want it. No rules, no counting, no, no journaling, no, my fitness pal apps, none of the things I, I base everything that I eat on making sure that I'm satisfied mm. all the time. Um, and I actually learned that from Jill Coleman, who I adore, and um, she has the Moderation 365 principle in which if you are satisfied at every meal, then you will never binge again. And it's absolutely true because that's the thing. We think that satisfaction is just physical, Mm -hmm. right? Like my body is not growling, my stomach's not growling anymore. I must be satisfied. Mm -hmm. But I've had meals, like, you know, I finished my lunch. And I feel physically satisfied, 
but I'm like, hmm, but I kind of want something else. Like something felt like it was missing. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's chocolate. I just yep. always want a little. It's always of chocolate, dessert. Right? Dessert needs to be with every meal. <laughs> so right. So the thing is, like, satisfaction is not just physical. It's also mental and emotional. Like when we when people mm. say like food, you need to look at food as just fuel. No, food can transport me in time. Yeah. I can see myself cooking with my grandmother. I can yes. picture myself making mm-hmm. oatmeal on Saturday mornings with my mom. Food is not just physical. Okay. It is mental it. and emotional too. So if we mm-hmm. can, we can tap into that satisfaction in all the facets. There's no reason to ever binge because you're always comfortable, always comfortable. Mm. And then movement. I move, I walk regularly for me. I like lifting weights. That's my jam. Okay. But that's not required. Like some people are like, I hate going to the gym. Okay, then please don't go for a walk outside, call your friend, do whatever it is that keeps you move. Your body is meant to move. It is built to move. So mm-hmm. do that. And then my water, honestly, I hate all the rules. Everyone has <laughs> to drink a gallon a day or, mm-hmm. you know, don't let yourself get thirsty. That's all. That's all. I constantly am sipping water. And I am a very, very big coffee drinker, as you can see. Coffee <laughs> and wine, coffee and wine. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, you did say you have to have your wine down. So I, Do have I'm to here have for it. Wind. Yes. I'm here for yes. it. Wine down for the wind down. I'm all about it. <laughs> Iron Wifey Podcast is designed to sharpen and encourage men and women in Christ. And so when I release these podcast episodes, when I'm recording, when I am praying over what to release to you, the word that God has for the week, it is to send out a message that is going to encourage or send out a message that is going to sharpen others. And in order to send out that message, of course, yes, I post, I put it out there. I have you guys here to listen to it, but I also encourage you to have feedback. I encourage you to let me know what you think. I encourage you to rate, review, subscribe. So if you are listening to this podcast on podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Anchor, whatever you're listening to this podcast on, please rate, review, subscribe. It helps. It grows the podcast. It gets the message out there and it allows for other people to receive a word that's going to sharpen and encourage them. But if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to this YouTube channel and comment below your takeaways from this episode, because I believe that each and every message that is put out there is spirit spirit driven and God led. And so I just want to make sure that I am being obedient and I know that I am being obedient when at least one person is impacted by this message. And so if you are that one, please let me know, comment below how this message has helped you. And that's it. So let's get back into this episode. I love it. Evelyn, it's crazy you say that because when you say like our bodies speak to us and we don't listen, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but recently my body has been telling me to eat blueberries and mm-hmm. eggs. Now, mind you, growing up as a kid, you couldn't get me to eat eggs. I would sit at the really? dinner table, the breakfast table for as long as it took for you to change your mind because I wasn't going to eat the eggs. Don't like eggs. But for some reason, my body was craving eggs. Like, I don't know what that is, but now I've started implementing eggs into my diet. And so now I- And do you enjoy that? In the morning. I do enjoy them, which is so interesting because literally all of my childhood, you could not give me to even just the look of you cracking them. I was like, I'm out. I'm good. No, thank you. But now I eat eggs. And it's the same Mm -hmm. thing with blueberries. I had never eaten a blueberry. Really? 
never never had blueberries okay. it was always grapes strawberries raspberries mm-hmm. but I'd never mm-hmm. had blueberries and one day my body was like go get some blueberries and I didn't know what that was didn't know what it was but I went to the store and I got some blueberries and it was the strangest thing because I had the worst nosebleed I have ever had in my entire life I know worst nosebleed I ever had and I was like okay the only thing I ate today was blueberries and so I called a friend of mine who's a nurse and she was saying how blueberries are actually a natural blood clot or blood thinner. And so when you're in the hospital, I know they're like our patients in the hospital, if they are known for blood clots, we'll give them blueberries and it will thin out their blood. But if they are known as having really thin blood, we'll give them blueberries and it will actually allow it to clot. And so she was saying the temperature in your room could have caused the nosebleed. But the fact that like I was pulling clots of blood out of my nose, I thought I was dying. I was like, I've never even blueberries again. I literally thought I was dying. And she was just saying how your body has really thin blood. And so the fact that it actually craved those blueberries, it needed to clot. And so now the more that you eat them, the more regular you will be and you won't bleed as easily as you do. And I was like, what? And now I eat blueberries all the time. Never had a nosebleed after that, but it was just a random body said go get blueberries I went they tasted good had a nosebleed and now it's something that I implement into my diet all the time I am shocked okay I have never heard this this is amazing this is amazing just wow that's all I got for you just wow but you're just listening to your body just Mm -hmm. listening to your body Mm -hmm. can do a heck of a change in your life yeah I think it's so hard because there's so much programming in our heads about what we're supposed to look like and then, and how we're supposed to get there mm-hmm. that like, right. As human beings, we need things. We need like connection with other people. We need sunlight. We need sleep. We need water. We need food of all those things that we need. The only one that we force ourselves to ignore is the food. Yeah. Like, could you imagine me saying, I want to be the most productive person in the world and such and such influencer said, you only need two hours a night of sleep. So I forced myself to sleep two hours and deprive Mm -hmm. myself of the other six because somebody who's not me Mm -hmm. said I should do that. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we're doing. Yeah. Somebody says I shouldn't eat carbs. So I'm not going to do that. Somebody said chocolate is bad. So I'm not going to have that. Mm -hmm. My doctor, even doctors, I'm sorry. Like doctors will say to people, you'll feel better when you lose weight. Okay, great. How come you're not talking about habit change? How come you're not talking about Mm -hmm. foundation? How can we not talking about how long these poor habits have been rooted in who they are? That's yeah. not going to go away because the doctor said lose weight. Yeah. That's like telling me you'll feel great when you're rich. Okay, bro. Give me some cash. Yep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yep. They're not, they don't address the root of, of any of where these things started or where, you know, where we stopped listening to our bodies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is, that is the key right there is to be able to silence all those shoulds, silence all those like unrealistic expectations and just do what feels good to you. And I know that people feel a little bit scared when I say those things, right? Mm-hmm. Because as human beings, naturally we crave organization and structure mm-hmm. and learning to eat in moderation and learning to pay attention to your body is not something we can measure. It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that I have to work with most with clients in the beginning is knowing that you don't have a food issue. 
you have a trust issue. Mm. Okay, wait a minute. Break that down for me. Mm -hmm. So when someone says to me, I can't have chocolate in the house because then that's all I'll eat all day long. Got it. Okay. It's not that you don't, you can't have chocolate. It's Mm -hmm. that you don't trust yourself Mm -hmm. to not eat the chocolate. And that also proves the disconnect from you and your body. Because truly, if you only ate chocolate all day long, would your body feel the way you want it to feel? Would you have energy? Would you feel like you can go out and walk with your kids? Like, are if you eat chocolate all day long, which there's nothing wrong with eating chocolate, but are you going to feel what you want to feel from that food? Then which no. goes back to moderation. Which goes back to moderation. And just doing what your body, what, what satisfies your body. All the time, every single time. And I know it's a process. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I first work with clients, I will tell them very clearly, we are not talking about weight loss. Okay. Weight loss will come when the foundation is set. Weight loss will come with intention and without deprivation later, but you need to do this first so that you can do it forever without having to start over. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, right, like we haven't handled our habits. We haven't figured out where they come from. Mm -hmm. We haven't figured out like why we make the choices that we make, Mm -hmm. but then we go out and like, I don't know, hire a personal trainer right? Mm -hmm. That's just an example. So if you're not doing any internal work and you're working with this trainer, to me, I equate that to buying a new house that's foundation is crumbling, but saying, I'm going to hire an interior decorator Mm. because we're going to make this house really pretty. But the fact is, it's still going to fall. Yeah. It's still going to fall. So when people try the diet, people hire the trainer that gives mm-hmm. these really intense workouts, they do get results, mm-hmm. but they don't stick around because what you're doing is not sustainable. And you didn't handle why you had a problem to begin with. Which is crazy because when I hired my trainer, I had this whole meal plan and I had this whole workout plan and I don't like going to the gym, mm-hmm. but once I started going to the gym, my mindset was, you need to be strong enough to have kids, make yourself mm-hmm. healthy so that mm-hmm. you can carry these babies. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I, I haven't had kids before, but mm-hmm. people say you gain about 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to carry 10 pounds for nine months? If I can't even carry what's, what's on my body right now. Mm-hmm. And so like I started the workout plan, I was really good on the meal plan for like the first month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, I don't like to cook. So why am I doing this to myself? And so now I just eat what I want, but I do still Mm -hmm. go to the gym Mm -hmm. and I sit outside and I make sure that I have a healthy breakfast in the morning. And I'm more focused on my internal health than I am my physical health. And I just feel so much better. And it makes me want to look the way that I want to look because I don't look the way I used to. I think also that, I think that the more, when you say you're doing that internal, you're focusing on the internal the better you feel about the internal, the the more the external reflects that, Mm, you know, like Mm -hmm. your body really, I don't care what anybody says. I know that there are diet gurus out there that are like, I can get you to a size six next month. Okay. I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about the after. I want to talk about the after, after, 
I want to talk about a year from now when her extreme plan failed and you put weight back on. I want to talk about how you feel then the guilt and the shame that takes over because you're like, why can't I just do this? Mm -hmm. I don't have any willpower. All the horrible things you say to yourself. Like, I want to talk about how getting that foundation set will be much slower, Mm -hmm. much slower than these other plans, but it'll be rooted in acceptance and trust. And you'll be able to do it forever without needing anybody else's opinion about what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. That part. Yes. That part. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. What, what is it that you don't love about the gym? Um, well, I grew up, so like I grew up running track. My mom was my Mm -hmm. coach. And Mm -hmm. so we worked out outside. Mm -hmm. So the gym is just a bunch of machines Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like congested. There's no fresh air. Everybody's in there sweating. Like what's the point? So if you Um, could work out outside, you would enjoy that. You know, I never actually thought about that. I've Mm -hmm. never considered, cause I mean, I do live in California. They have outdoor gyms. Mm-hmm. I've never considered that. I just go to the gym, get in, get out. Mm-hmm. And that's my workout for the day. But mm-hmm. I do love like running outside or walking mm-hmm. outside or me and my husband bought roller skates and we rollerblade on the boardwalk. Like love that. It's amazing. That's love amazing. that. But I just don't like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I think that I would just say to you that if you don't love it, it is not something that you're going to maintain. Okay. And strength does not only come from weight training inside of a gym. There are many ways to do that. So you have to do the thing that you love because otherwise you won't be able to sustain it. Okay. And I second that by saying, I will not run outside. I do not like running at all. (laughs) If I am running, please call the police. I am in trouble. (laughs) Somebody is chasing me and your girl needs help. Okay. Fair enough. So yes. if y'all ever see Evelyn running through these streets, make sure you call somebody because it's not what you think. Yeah, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> that is not for fun or pleasure. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, and I love running outside. Crazy. It's I love so it. Funny. Love it. So I'll lift much. weights for you. You can run for me and we're good. Yeah, I don't like lifting weights. That's part of my my plan. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. like it. But I mean, I, I have gotten stronger. Mm-hmm. It does work. But I don't want to lose like I know this sounds like real personal, but I don't want to lose my boobs. I feel like the women that lift weights, they lose their boobs and they get like real muscular. I don't want to be one of those. Oh, that's also a myth. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will tell you for a woman to get that super muscular form, mm-hmm. that is intentional overload training. It's called progressive overload in which they um, very slowly, but intentionally increase their weight to get that look. That look is something they worked hard to get. It didn't just happen because they lifted. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely lift weight. You can lift heavy weight and be toned and um, have definition without bulk. Okay. So how do I do this? So it would, it's still the same way with a progressive overload, but you, I would, if you were my client, I would make sure that you were lifting. I usually say four days a week is good for lifting three to four days. One day I focus on like opposite muscles. So I would do like biceps and triceps, chest and back, um, abs and lower back thighs and butt. That's the way it works. So one day would be 
Um, I, I do a lot of leg workouts. So one day would be like one part upper body and legs. The next day would be one part upper body and legs, a rest day or a day where, you know, light walking, something like that. And then we would do back and chest um, and then one full day, a, okay. a full body workout. And also personally, I do not subscribe to that thought of no pain, no gain. And I do not subscribe to the, you have to work out till you feel sick type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, my workouts, even with weight training are 30 minutes max. Okay. With rest periods in between. So there's no reason why you should be in the gym for like three to four hours. Unless you are somebody who's training for that big muscle. That's a different, that's a totally different intentional program. But okay. the average person for strength training can get an effective workout in and out in a half an hour. Okay. Okay. So we've covered everything from mindset to the physical. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, Evelyn, the main reason that I brought you as a guest on this podcast is because you unintentionally changed my life. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. And I'm going to tell you why, because I really wanted to thank you in person. <laughs> you can but... get emotional since I know how to cry now because I learned how to cry. <laughs> um, but we met when we met in person um, mm -hmm. at the, the CTS event last mm -hmm. October, we were all sitting at a, a table for lunch at that little pizza place. Yep. And yeah. And during that time, you know, we're all encouraging each other. It's great. We're sharing stories, like uplifting each other, but you did something that completely changed how I looked at marriage. And you took a phone call, your husband called and you didn't step away or leave the room. You, you literally like just got up from your seat, moved over, talked to your husband. And then you turned the camera around and you were like, Hey, everybody say hi to my hubby. And we all <laughs> said, Hey, and then you were just like, okay, well, I love you. Bye. And it's so funny because I remember going back to my room and I was talking to Shanti, who was my roommate. And I was like, tonight was so good. But what I really took from it was that Evelyn prioritized her family. Mm -hmm. You prioritized your family. And it's so funny because we live in this culture. You know, we talk about what girls are taught, but like we live in this culture where it's like, okay, I need to you know, step away from the table. If I get a phone call, like I was trained mentally, like, like my husband was texting me during that same time. And I'm like texting him, putting it away. Or like he called and I'm like, Hey, I'll call you when I get back. Like when mm -hmm. I leave this restaurant, but to see you step away from the table, to take the phone call from your husband and include him in what it is you were doing. It completely changed how I looked at my marriage. I was like, wow, she prioritized her husband outside of all this other stuff like yes mm -hmm. we are here to build this, these businesses yes we are here to network and connect but she took the time to make sure that her man made sure that like to make sure her man knew how much he was loved mm -hmm. in that moment where she was surrounded by all these other women like you mm -hmm. you were like oh hold on guys and so now it's like whenever my husband calls I pick up yes it doesn't matter where I I'm at it doesn't that. matter who I'm talking to but I make sure I'm, I'm just like, I would, I would have never like just answered and included my husband in a phone call wherever I was. Cause I thought mm -hmm. that that was like rude, rude. But to see, rude. yeah, I thought it was yeah. rude, mm -hmm. but to see you prioritize your mm -hmm. man, 
it completely oh. changed my marriage. Listen, first of all, thank you so much for saying that because like Patrice is always saying, you never know who's watching, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then also just knowing that I feel like that's the gratitude, like mm-hmm. knowing that, that all the things that I do outside of my home mm-hmm. are really to make me the best person for inside of my home. So like I serve other women, I run my business, I do things to impact other people, but Mm -hmm. all of that is rooted in the fact that I want to be the best person I can be when I walk in these doors. Um, And I also want like, I want my husband to see the women that I love too. You know, Mm -hmm. he hears me talking about you. Now he gets to see a face. Um, And then I want my girls to see, I don't. That's the thing. There it is right there. I don't want to talk about happiness. I want to show them what it looks like. And part of it is how I live when I'm not with them, how I show up for other people, who I surround myself with. Like, take a look at this, guys. There's no cookie cutter way to live an expectation. There's Mm -hmm. just what feels good to you. And it feels good to me to be surrounded by people who love me and to be able to share it with the people that I love. I love that. And literally you did just that. Like you, you, I don't even remember half the conversations that happened at the (laughs) table, but I walked away with a lesson from you to prioritize the people that I love. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just being you. Cause that I literally was like, I just want to bring you on to say thank you for prioritizing your marriage because it taught me to prioritize mine above everything. I love that. I love that. I love that. So yes, Evelyn, where can people find you? <laughs> I am on Instagram at Evelyn Lavaster Fitness and Facebook the same way. Um, you could also search EvelynFit.com and find me on the web. I love it. Now I like to end each interview with the same two questions. Okay. Okay. Number one, I've been on this journey of gratitude and I started a podcast called Dear God, I'm Grateful because it was a way for me to focus on what I do have in life Mm -hmm. instead of comparing myself to what I don't have. And so I would love to know where you are in your gratitude journey or how gratitude has impacted you. Mm -hmm. But I would love for you to answer this question by saying, dear God, I'm grateful for, and then inserting your answer. Dear God, I am grateful for your grace in allowing me to become who I am supposed to be in as long as it took me to get there. I am grateful, not only for the things that I have, but for who I am now. Amen. I love it. I love it so much. And you, you, I see gratefulness. I see gratitude all in you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then I love also your background, thankful, grateful, and truly blessed. Yes. Yes. That was my, that was my (laughs) Christmas present last year from the hubby. Come through hubby. I love it. Now, the very last question I have, you, Evelyn, are here on the Iron Wifey podcast, and Iron Wifey is derived from Proverbs 27, 17, that states that as iron sharpens iron, one person or one friend sharpens another. And so Mm -hmm. our motto here at Iron Wifey is as iron sharpens iron, one woman sharpens another. How are you, Evelyn, sharpening the women in your life? I am supporting, I am encouraging, I am validating, I am listening, I am a shoulder, I am support. 
I will be everything for the women that I love that I wish I had before. Amen. Evelyn, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you so much for showing us that health looks like happiness because Mm -hmm. you truly have taught me so much about what it means to truly be healthy, to focus on fitness, but to allow our foundation to be rooted in how we feel. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me on here. I love this conversation. All right, guys, didn't I tell you that Evelyn is amazing? She is. She is truly, absolutely amazing. And the minute I saw her prioritize her husband, it was a game changer for my marriage because what she was saying, you know, we have so many learned behaviors in our lives that impact what we teach our children or what we pass on to others or how we operate in life. And so when we are taught so many different things from how we should eat to what we should look like, to how we should dress, to how we should treat our the people that we love when we're around other people or how we should ignore these phone calls. Like everything boils down to fitness. Everything boils down to being fit and what it means to be healthy. Because as Evelyn was saying, health extends so much further than the gym. Health is how you approach stress. You know, health is how you respond to questions. Health is how you look at yourself. Health is how you treat the people that you love. Health is happiness. And I think that that is such a powerful way to end this season, reminding you that health is happiness. So regardless of how you look at yourself or the doubt that you have in your life, regardless of where you are in your current situation, if you can look at how or what you need to do in order to satisfy your life, that is what is most important. It's, it's how you feel about yourself that's going to take you to the next level because when you, when you feel good internally, you look good. And so you can literally take all the diet pills. You can literally go to the gym five times a week for seven hours a day. You can do all the things that people tell you, but unless you listen to you, and you know what it is that you need, you will never experience true health and happiness. And so I am so blessed by today's conversation. I am so blessed by this season, season three coming to a wrap. I'm so blessed for you guys joining me each and every Sunday. And honestly, guys, I won't be going for long. Season four will be back in April. Uh, We're going to take March off just to give you guys a break so you can re-listen to the episodes, um, really dive into the lessons that were taught and just connect with us, connect with us via social media. Um, You can find me at on Instagram at ironwifey underscore. You can listen. If you're watching this on YouTube, then hey, YouTubers, subscribe. Um, I'm Hopefully I'm going to be putting out some more content outside of the podcast throughout March. Um, and then on top of that, just connect. You know, I'm here. Slide in my DMs. I'll answer any conversations. All of the guests that I had, slide in their DMs. Like these people are truly doing amazing things. Everyone, again, from Duran to Jatia to Anita to Evelyn, like these people are transforming lives in their expertise, in their gifts. God has given them these gifts and they are going out and giving their gifts back to people. And so I am so grateful to have them on this podcast. I am so grateful to share them with you all. And I am so excited about the guests that are coming up for season four. And so thank you guys again for tuning in to the Iron Wifey podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. You are amazing. Please subscribe, rate, review, comment. It definitely helps. And I will see you loves back for another episode of the Iron Wifey podcast in April, the first Sunday in April. Don't miss it. We will be back with another episode. But until then, please remember to encourage each other, sharpen each other, and always aim, 
always aim to be a willing vessel that God can use. So again, I'm Michaela, your host, and thank you so much for joining me for this season. I will catch you guys in April for another episode of the Iron Wifey podcast. Bye. Thank you.